This is Radio Taiwan International. You're listening to Radio Taiwan International, and I am Natalie So. Up this hour, we have some music for you on just the classics. But first, join me for a live recorded version of Here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan. It is Tuesday, March 16th, and we're coming to you from the studios of Radio Taiwan International right here in Taipei. And in the studio, we have Shirley Lin. Hi there. Paula Chow. Hello. And I'm Natalie So. And we'll be telling you about another animal that has escaped the Taipei Zoo. Also, a Japan band composes a Taiwan pineapple song for us. And why more and more overseas Chinese are coming to Taiwan to study and live. And also, how many pot stickers and dumplings can one shop sell in a week? Those stories coming right up. Okay, so I do want to hear about the uh, escapee from the Taipei Zoo. I know. We what love all it? the animals there. A while ago, it was an anteater, and it right. was such a cute little guy, and he got found. Yes. Um, eventually, eventually. And was treated to matcha cake, you know, his <laughs> favorite. Um, he had lost some weight. I know. What is it with Taipei Zoo? Or was it that these animals are getting smart? I don't know. <laughs> this time, it's a potas monkey. I'm I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. P A T A S. It's a monkey. So um, actually, I think it looks more pretty than the uh, Formosan <laughs> macaque that we've got here. But uh, if you can tell, that's um, so. Um, supposedly, it's got what is it now? Uh, it's got the colors of orange. It's got an orange back and mostly white legs with a gray and white face. So what happened was that? Wait, were you going to ask me a question, Natalie? I forgot my question. Oh, when did it escape? <laughs> it escaped on the 15th. And it's 80-year-old male uh, monkey. It just took the chance when the guard was opening the gate. And he just just rushed out. Oh, wow. See, I think they're getting smarter. That's well, what they it is. Know. They're like, working their way to get out of the zoo and see the world or something. Right. <laughs> anyway. Did you watch Madagascar? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Maybe that's why, right? They all watched it. Anyway, so this monkey is called Nan Dao, and um, he's on the loose still. And um, basically, he pushes his way through the opening past the koala area and then disappears into the forest area behind the zoo. Yeah, the zoo is kind of like, you know, by a hill kind of mountain. Right. So um, A lot of greenery around there. Yeah. And, well, the zoo officials are hoping that the monkey would just go back to the zoo by himself, you know? For food or something? Yeah, probably. But they've also set up traps on the route he's expected to take. Oh, okay. Hopefully, like, not hurtful kind of traps. I'm sure right? they're not I, I, don't, I don't think they are. I don't think they are. I guess but the animal will go back. If, if he's hungry. Right, if he's hungry, back. he can't find enough food. Oh, well, let's hope so. Now, um, Nanda is 85 centimeters long. Is that long? I don't know. I'm thinking about my babies when they were... Oh, my that's kids like when they were a half born. of... It's like two and a half feet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, it usually eats biscuits if you feed it biscuits from your hand. But it was not known how he would react if strangers approach him. So the zoo is telling people to keep away from him in case he attacks or, you know, whatever. But um, now the animal is actually indigenous to sub-Saharan West and East Africa, oh. where they live underground in semi-arid areas rather than in the trees. So... 
Yeah, if it's like all trees in the mountain beside, I mean, behind the Taipei Zoo, maybe he's going to feel like out of place and then go back to the zoo, probably, hopefully. So they're known as the fastest runners among the primates. Really? So he's probably hard to catch then. <laughs> <laughs> like reaching a speed of up to 55 kilometers an hour. Wow. Wow. That's pretty fast. Yeah. So... Well, I hope they will make its way back. You know, not like the anteater. I think it took us a couple of months before I think so. we found it. Yeah. So, yeah, what is it with these, you know, these animals? Well, if you were in a cage most of your life, would you want to go out? Probably. But the thing is that they actually thought out, you know, the plan of like, getting out of opening, the, right? the cage and or something. And they're very smart. <laughs> that, that sounds like really smart, you know. I think they were just waiting by the gate, you know. And... um yeah, uh, I'm sure they're I curious what the world has to offer, right? Right, can't yeah, blame it on There are a lot of animals. There are a lot of monkeys around. I mean, in the wild in Taiwan, macaques are very mm. famous. So, I wonder if you'll catch up with any of those. I <laughs> <laughs> just join them. I think most of all, for most of the macaques are down south, right? I am not sure actually. This That's um, a good question. This yeah, this monkey is going to have to travel a long way to find its you know its. Uh, yeah. So we hope family. that the yeah the the, <laughs> the monkey survives okay, and he maybe he can find his way home if he gets hungry or tired. I think I'm sure the Taipei Zoo management is like thinking, oh, we got to do better about the management, about you know the locks, about the cages. I guess they have to open and shut really quickly. Maybe maybe he kept it open yeah, for a few seconds. Uh, yeah. Right, and long and, enough for him to. To go out? I don't know. Well, the Taipei Zoo is kind of old. Well, it's not like you know they 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 escape through a hole in the in the in the net or in the cage or something like that. So, can't blame it on Taipei Zoo management, I guess. But um, I I, I guess yeah, the conclusion we can have is just that these animals are getting smart. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so okay. So we have um, a few people uh, writing in. We have Brad Hakrishna Pillai, and he asks. There are any pandas in the Taiwan Zoo? That's an excellent question. We have um, our two big pandas, Tuan mm-hmm. uh, Tuan and Yuan Yuan. They were gifted to us, I think, around 2009 or 2008 uh, by China. So mm-hmm. a guy and a girl. And they had a baby girl named Yuan Zai about seven years ago. She was the media darling of Taiwan for seven years, probably. Know, she, <laughs> Especially like, the first few years when she was like know, really Paula little. Paula was like an incredible fan of her. <laughs> so what about Yuan Bao? She, she has a little sister now who was born uh, late last year. Mm-hmm. So, um, and now she's really cute. She's like three months old or something, four or five months old. Yeah. Really adorable. Yeah. Paula, are you a fan of Yuan Bao? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. So, yeah, you like them when they're I, small I love and pandas. Cute. Yeah, you like them when they're babies, right? Oh, my God. Right. When so Yen Zai grew older. Just really cute. Adorable. Yeah, we'll, we'll find a picture and put it in the link. So we actually have four pandas in Taiwan. Two baby girls. Two baby mm-hmm. girls, right? Mm. Two baby girls and uh, mommy and daddy. So hopefully we'll get some more. Also, uh, Abid Hussan Salid, uh, Sajid says, Hi, women. How yeah, are yeah. you? Welcome from Pakistan. We're doing well. Yes. On Tuesdays, um, is always a women team here. <laughs> Jen Delari says, maybe the monkey had a really good disguise. 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 Mm, mm, that's I an wonder. idea. Uh, Saiful Islam says, hello, friends. I am writing from Bagura, Bangladesh. Good afternoon. And let's see. Also, Radha Krishna is writing from Kerala, India. 
And okay, so that's it for now. So do uh, keep on writing in as we talk about our different topics. Yes, we love to talk about our animals in, at the zoo. They're <laughs> just like everybody loves animals. And we hope he comes home very soon. Yes. Okay, so another topic we love to talk about is food. And um, there's a store, a chain store that sells pot stickers and dumplings. I think they're especially famous for their pot stickers. I don't know if you guys know what a pot sticker is. It's something that's, it's a dumpling, but it's fried. So it's, it sticks to the pot and it's mm-hmm. very crunchy and brown yeah, on, on, the, on, on the bottom, bottom side. And it's a long one. It's so really it's like, good. yeah, these pastries where you put like these meat and vegetable fillings inside, you know, you seal it up and then you, well, if it's um, dumplings, you kind of like boil them in water. But pot stickers, you stick them on a frying, like huge frying I don't know, grill? whatever. Yeah, oh, grill, okay. grill, kind of. And then, yeah, I, I like the pot stickers, they're, especially the curry-flavored ones. They're very curry-flavored. Yeah, oh, I, that's I, yeah, I quite unique. <laughs> yeah. So how many pot stickers can a shop sell? Okay, now just uh, earlier um, in the program, you mentioned one shop, and not just one shop, it's 1,000 shops. Oh, okay, okay. one, right. one uh, brand. What do you call it? Brand. Yeah, one, one brand. brand they oh, um, Actually, one um, that brand... Um, sells uh, one million pot stickers and dumplings every week. Well, so that's 1,000 shops. So that's about 1,000 a week right? shop. And, you know, and the the vegetable... That's doable. Yes. Uh And the vegetable, (laughs) um, you know, pot stickers have, you know, received an enthusiastic... An enthusiastic response from consumers. Oh yeah, they have this new right. flavor. It's vegetable. Right. Vegetable. Yeah, fa- only vegetables inside. Yeah. So the what other pot stickers do they have? What other flavors do they have? They I have, think they have. Um, they have kimchi. Kimchi, oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh gosh, I can't remember what. Have the you ever are. had pot stickers? If oh, you're watching right now, I'm gonna put um a a picture of pot stickers in our feed. They're like crunchy on one side, on the bottom, and then. Mm-hmm. You know the um, the dough wraps around like meat and and vegetables, and they're like about that big, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Really delicious, um, crunchy, very oily. Not really good for you. I know, kind of. So greasy. I don't have them too often. <laughs> <laughs> well, but why does the the, the brand want to sell um, uh, vegetable pot stickers and dumplings? It has something to do with Green Monday, which is a um, business group um, founded by um, a Hong Kong resident. Uh, uh, a Hong Konger, um, his name is Davy Wong, and Davy has been a you know a vegetarian for twenty years. Uh, he was actually influenced by his father because his father is a devout Buddhist. So um, he started um, reading Buddhist sutra when he was was twenty four. He's a middle aged man right now, and you know it's really interesting because he studied um, science and technology at Columbia University when he was in college. So um, you know he thinks. Um, Eating, you know, vegeta- vegetable dishes will help uh, make the world a better place. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. But he doesn't force his wife or two children mm-hmm. to follow, to do the same thing. He, he thinks it's okay. Um, you know, if you force them to eat uh, vegetables only, they might, you know, they, there Go could crazy. be a side effect. Side or effect. Like side that. effect. Right. And this... Um, Depression? No. <laughs> <laughs> Depression, you know, sometimes it's their freedom, right? You know, I think it's hard. You know, if you, one person 
is a vegetarian. You know, a vegetarian. Rather, one person is a meat eater and the other one is trying to be a vegetarian. It's, I think it's really hard. It is hard. Right. You know? It is hard. My and husband he, was doing that for a while. I had a hard time. <laughs> Which one is he? He's, he's, he's trying veg- to be a vegetarian for a while. Uh huh. And yeah, so I'm, like, well, I'm trying to be a cook. vegetarian. <laughs> and my kids love meat, you know? So. Well, my husband is doing both. weights, so he thinks that he needs all the protein from meat. So I'm finding it really hard to go totally vegetarian myself. Anyway. Anyway, uh, the Green Founding of um, Green Monday founder um, Davy Yum, he is also um, encouraging the public to follow a plant-based lifestyle. Actually, in 2018, he introduced his company or his group introduced meatless pork called Omni Pork. It's actually uh, a a plant-based. Uh, no, that sounds good. Right. Fake pork. I wouldn't it mind is that. Right, mm. more nutritious actually. I mean, it's yeah. really, vegetables are so good for you. So right. I think we really should, you know, do have more plants in our diet. That's right. for sure. I know. And you think about this. I mean, an, the animal husband industry makes up uh, 15% of the world's global um, CO2 emissions. That's true. So if you eat more vegetables, you can help protect the um, environment. The yes. Yep. That is a good idea. We should all eat more vegetables. So Jen Delari says, this is making me hungry. Where am I going to find pot stickers at 2 a.m. in Seattle? Oh, that would be <laughs> Sounds really like hard. I have a plan for lunch tomorrow. Okay. We do have pot stickers here in the U.S., but usually they tend to be what look like standard dumplings that have been pan fried. Oh, that's, that's well, yes. what it is, right? Actually, sometimes but that's a, what I do. Yeah, but it's with a little leftover bit longer. Yeah. I think the, the, um, the actual classic, real kind yeah. yeah. Um, and she loves Long-ish. them. I, they're hard not. They're hard not to like. Do you like them, Paula? Oh yes, I like. You know, <laughs> meat based. Yeah, meat wines. <laughs> You're or meat eater. Vegetable. Yeah, You're a meat eater. So Rudy Hart Hartono says, "I agree to the Green Monday." Hmm. Joshua Buendia says, "Good afternoon, and I'm here in the Philippines. Hello to the Philippines." Hmm. And um, Rudy also says, "Yep, the vegetarian man is very healthy." Um, but I do not yet uh, have been doing it. Ha ha. <laughs> and uh, Setyo says hello. And uh, Debashis Gope says vegetables are good for your health. Mm. So we got a lot of people uh, joining us, which is great. Um, have you guys yeah. tried to be vegetarian before? I'm not really. But I sometimes have. I just don't want meat. You know, I can have um, you know vegetable meals for three days. But three after days. three days, yeah, so not not forever, right? Mm. Yeah, I've tried twice actually to totally go vegetarian. It hasn't been successful. <sighs> the recent, most recent try was just a couple months ago or last month. You just missed meat too much, or was it just too inconvenient? No, it's because of the other. Yeah, because of my husband, <laughs> you know, so it makes it really hard. So he cooks meat at home, and you don't want leftover food, so you eat it. Although, I mean, I if I have a choice, I would prefer to pick. Like, let's say I go to a buffet, I would probably pick more vegetables than meat. Actually, and I don't over indulge myself on all the food. I, I, I usually, you know, when you go to a buffet, I usually pick like a mouthful of each thing and then taste them. And if I like certain things, then I'll go back for more, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the, that should be the way to go about it instead of like, well, there are all kinds all the of strategies. You, yeah, we right? can discuss. But, yeah, but anyway, talking about vegetarian, yeah, I've been trying, so it's kind of hard. It's hard when you have a meat eating husband, right? <laughs> <laughs> So Taiwan has seen a big increase in overseas uh, Taiwanese and people from Hong Kong um, and different parts of the world coming to live and 
work and study in Taiwan. And so we have a lot more students who are applying. Um, we had about 7,000 overseas uh, Chinese students applying to universities here in Taiwan. So that's up by about 30% from the year before. And um, so, yeah, and people, students from Hong Kong were the largest uh, increase over a thousand of them applied over the past year. So, of course, they have their political situation, and Taiwan is much freer, and mm -hmm. we're very close by. So we also have a lot of Hong Kong people applying to become residents here, right, Paula? Right. Actually, according to statistics released by Taiwan's um, Mainland Affairs Council, um, last year, about... Um, 10, 000, uh, about 10,000, you know, Hong Kong residents live in Taiwan for over six months. And then about 1,500 of them, actually, um, they uh, they set up their, 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 they establish a household registration in Taiwan. And according to um, a real estate agent, um, he says that it's Hong Kong people usually, um, they choose um, Britain, Australia, Canada. However, I mean, if you want to move to those places, um, it costs um, you know, a lot, a lot more. more. And also, you know, um, Taiwan's housing prices, I mean, by comparison, are relatively low. And also, we share a similar culture background. Our eating, our cuisines are pretty much the same. So, you know, Taiwan has seen, uh, you know, uh, an increasing number of people from Hong Kong. And, you know, guess what? You know, when Hong Kong people, um, you know, move to Taiwan, they um, most of them choose to live in um, new Taipei city like Lincoln or Taoyuan. And that's because um, the housing prices are cheaper and also because um, those areas are closer to our international airport. Oh, that's true. So oh, they right. can fly back and forth really oh, yes. easily. easily. Right. And, and the real estate uh, state agent also said that um, on the whole, the housing prices in Taiwan are half of that Hong Kong. Wow. Right. So really? it's a lot cheaper. Well, Hong Kong is really expensive. And it's, oh. you know, they have like a lot of really small apartments. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I remember, really actually, I moved uh, to Taiwan from Hong Kong. So when I got here, I was like, it's so big here. <laughs> and like, oh, so relaxed here. Because like, over there, it's super crowded. And during rush hour on MRT, you know, you are like a sardine. Just so crowded. And the and, apartment buildings are like high rise. I mean, they're like mm -hmm. cities and, and, you know, right? yeah. And, like and a few 20, high rises. Floors so I was like, wow, it's so relaxed here. So spacious. <laughs> so spaced out. So, comparatively, mm. yeah, I think Linko and Taoyuan is actually more spacious than Taipei. Oh, yes, of right? course. And a lot of new developments over there, so mm -hmm. that's, that's understandable. Mm. So, we welcome all of you guys to come, even if you're not Taiwanese, I mean, from your country. There have been a lot of foreigners who've come to Taiwan this year, too. Um, a lot of the reason is because of COVID. So, um, but mm -hmm. actually, Taiwan has a lot of uh, great job opportunities. We do. In the tech sector or education, you know, all kinds of fields. And we do welcome people who have something to contribute to Taiwan. Mm. So have you ever thought about coming to Taiwan? Yeah, That's I a mean, question. Uh, you can make a trip just to scout out the place first. But I'm telling you, I'm warning you, you couldn't fall in love with Taiwan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good things about Taiwan. A lot of people have been uh, coming back if they have a connection you know, to Taiwan. They're like, why not? Because it's, it's a great place to be yeah. at this time. So... Douglas North says, hi, Douglas. Um, he's mm. tuning in late. Yeah, we're a little bit late today. So anyways, we welcome all of these people coming into Taiwan. Okay, we also welcome...
welcome uh, the Japanese who have made a song on behalf of Taiwan. Uh, there's this band, um, and it's called uh, Lunch Duty. So they Lunch like to talk duty? about food. They like to sing about food. <laughs> I didn't even know that there is a, a song like that. And they wrote a new song called Taiwan Pineapple Song. Oh, uh-huh. Isn't that uh-huh. nice? That's interesting. Yeah, and one of the um, lines in the chorus is Taiwan pineapple oishi. How do you say oishi? Oishi, that means oishi. delicious. Oishi. Okay, so let's learn oishi. this from uh, Shirley. She, she speaks Japanese. Can you right. teach well, us? That's because I've lived in Japan. Can you so. tell us how to say it again? Oishi. Oishi? Yeah, oishi. Oishi. That means right. delicious, delicious in Japanese. Right. Um, so you probably know if you've been tuning into Taiwan News. Um, from RTR or anywhere else that China banned Taiwan's pineapples on March 1st. And since then, um, we bought up the amount that they would have ordered anyway. And mm. Japan was very helpful. Yeah. They ordered about 6,000 tons. Yeah. So usually China buys about 40-some thousand tons. Mm. And the rest was bought up by mostly people in Taiwan. Yeah. Including businesses. But um, people in Japan are very, very, you know, even, they're even going to the supermarkets to, to buy them, even though they're more expensive than some other places. Uh-huh. They're really delicious, though. They are delicious. They're yeah. worth every penny. So, right. <laughs> but um, it's <laughs> great to sweet. see. Yeah, it's great to see that um, they also, you know, wrote a song for us. And um, <laughs> Douglas North just, um, he said, Oishi desu ne. That's, that means. Isn't it delicious? That's what that's what that's how it translates oh, into. Oh, oishi desu. Oishi desu ne. Yeah. Right. Do you guys want to hear the song? I'll play it a little bit while we're chatting. Oh yeah, so let's it do that. So can be in the background. I was wondering if we can hear it. I wonder if we can hear it here. Sorry. So I should like show the whole music video. Anyways, um, we do appreciate it. <laughs> Taiwan pineapple oishi. Have you guys ever had Taiwan pineapple? That is so funny. Oh, they even have our uh, boba tea in this video, <laughs> which is extremely popular. I will put the link to this video. That'd be great. In in our Facebook. I have eaten two pineapples over the past two weeks. I've been eating pineapple. Two big ones. Yeah, I've been buying pineapples too. I've made smoothies out of them and um, like my kids and my family are eating them up. They love it. They're really tasty. Mm-hmm. Pineapples are really sweet. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I want to say. They're sweet and they're very juicy. They're not, they're not sour. They're sweet. Um, almost too sweet. <laughs> oh no! Something happened to to this thing here. Oh really? Yes. Is it still? No, we got saving? out of it. Oh. Oh God. Oh, okay. okay. I thought something. I thought I lost everything that we just. No, did. we're okay. We're okay. Okay. So, <laughs> anyways, thank you to. Um, the lunch, what, what are they called? The lunch club? The lunch... Uh, uh, lunch wait, duty. Lunch. <laughs> you said lunch duty. Lunch duty, that's right. What a name. Thank you for the lunch duty for your <laughs> pineapple song. Um, yeah, it's it's great to see the support uh, for Taiwan. The guy's um, voice is very low. the world. <laughs> yes, so we cute. have some more people saying hello. We have Mok 
Makaleja Rahman. Wow, he says. Okay, so, anyway. so that's what's going on in Taiwan. A lot of interesting news. I just put in the uh, Panda video of Yuan Bao, so check him out. We love your questions, and we love to hear from you in any and every way. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today on Here in Taiwan. For Here in Taiwan, I'm Natalie So. I'm Shirley Lin. And I'm Paula Chow. Bye. Bye. Naroa Naroa Na Ia Na Ioya Aia O Idini Kumai Baiwana Kanatar Tulungao The Sound of the Puyuma Tribe on Radio Taiwan International RTI on the web at english.rti.org.tw
Hello, everyone. You are listening to Just the Classics on Radio Taiwan International. I'm your host, Stash Butler. It's my turn for this week. Now, that was a song called Ni Kuai Le, Sui Wo Kuai Le, called or known in English as uh, or Happy Together or You're Happy, So I'm Happy, uh, by a singer called Wang Fei or, or Fei Wang in English. Now, she's a Hong Kongese uh, singer, songwriter, and also an actress, a very talented actress that appeared in a lot of famous uh, films uh, from Hong Kong. She's known, she's known as the, uh, the diva of Asia. Um, and whether that's fair or not, I don't know. It's, it's up to you to judge. But she's certainly known uh, for her kind of cool, reserved personality. She somehow manages to seem sort of countercultural while simultaneously being part of the mainstream. Um, but anyway, we're going to be listening to a lot of her her songs today. So that was a song from a self-titled album called Fei Wong, released in uh, autumn 1997. And here's another one from that album uh, called Men or Bored is the English title.
That was Bored or Men by Wang Fei or Fei Wang. And we're giving you both the Chinese and the English for these ones for, uh, for you to figure out uh, if you're capable in both languages. How did I first come along, Fei Wang? Um, I was actually introduced to Fei Wang uh, by a friend of mine when I first came to Taiwan. I've sort of drawn to her... I don't know. She seems very... She doesn't have the kind of gloss or... Uh, yeah, any of the kind of polish of a lot of, um, you know, Mando pop stars. She's very much kind of edgy, kind of got that grunge. She was active mostly in the 90s. I mean, she's still around today. She's, she's uh, 50 now. She's still releasing music. Uh, she's still selling out concerts everywhere. So very much part of the uh, part of the scene here. Um, she's also known for her kind of rather turbulent personal life. She's been married twice. Um, she's also known for her charitable work. She does a lot with um, cleft palate charities. That's a kind of condition that children are often born with where uh, their lip is split. Um, and in the West, she's supposed to be best known for starring in the films of Wong Kar Wai, uh, such as Chongqing Express and 2046. Next up is a song by her called No Regrets or Zimi Buhui. And it's a title track of her album No Regrets. Hello. 
相聚离开都有时候。
Was Red Beans or Hong Dou by Fei Wang or Wang Fei? She's a Cantonese singer. You're joining me on Just the Classics Radio Taiwan International. I'm your host Stash Butler. If you're just joining us now, Fei Wang was mostly active, like I say, in the kind of 90s. That's when her, many of her biggest hits were released into the kind of early noughties. But she's kept making songs. She's kept releasing singles, mostly singles.、Um, And this is a one, a more recent one, released in 2011 with the Hong Kongi singer Eason Chan. Um, and he was the second non-Taiwanese singer after Jackie Chung to win Taiwan's Golden Melody Award. So、uh, he has kind of multinational appeal.、And、this is a song called "Inwei Aiqing" or "Because of Love" from the album "Stranger Under My Skin," released in 2011. Have a listen. Give me a CD. 
倾听，那是我们的爱情。有时会突然忘了，我还在爱着你。唱不出那样的歌曲，听到都会红着脸躲避。虽然会经常忘了，我依然爱着你。因为爱情不会轻易悲伤，所以一切都是幸福的。That was because of love, or Inwei Aiting, a collaboration between Eason Chan and Fei Wang, who's the focus of our episode today. So you may have noticed Fei Wang, you know, mostly sings in Mandarin. Well, she sings in Cantonese and Mandarin. She was born in Beijing,、uh, but you know, became famous in Hong Kong. She sings both languages. She hasn't sung much in English, actually. She speaks English. She,、um, she's a big fan. Of Scottish music, actually, particularly a few Scottish bands,、um, but she's only recorded a few songs in English. And here is one of them. This is this is a song that was recorded for the video game Final Fantasy VIII. It was released in February 1999 in Japan, and the song is called Eyes on Me. For listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan, check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw. Our 60-minute English program can be heard every day at the following times and frequencies: in Southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6185 kilohertz. In South Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kilohertz. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to PO Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. You can also email us at rti@rti.org.tw. 